Dímelo mi gente, it's your girl Alex. And I'm Astrid. And we are the Latinx sister duo of Call Your Sister Podcast, a podcast for related and unrelated sisters everywhere. Every week we call each other to discuss topics like motherhood, sex, yeah, we do have sex, dating, Latinidad, mental health, and much, much more. We're highly opinionated and love talking to each other. So sit back, relax, and listen to these two real-life sisters talk about everything under the sun. Don't forget to ask a fellow sister her thoughts on today's episode. Remember to subscribe, share, and tell us what you think. You ready, sis? I'm ready. Are you ready, sis? Bueno, let's talk. Hey everyone, welcome to a new episode of Call Your Sister Podcast. And in this episode, we're switching it up a little bit. It is just me, Astrid, the older sister. Um, we're gonna start having some of these, I guess I wanna, I guess you can call them buffer episodes in between when you know Alex and I don't have availability to catch up with each other. I figured this could be, I guess, talks with the older sister. Yeah, maybe we can call it that. But anyway, in this one, I wanted to talk about embracing transitions. I had posted something on my Instagram because I wanted to start doing some masterminds again. But I also figured that Many of us are probably dealing with this in our lives right now. I mean, we've been dealing with a pandemic for, I mean, it's going to be two years soon. Like, that's hard to believe. But yeah, we're getting into that two-year stretch soon, year and a half-ish. It's been a while of dealing with a back and forth between should you go back to work, the kids possibly going back to school full time, you know, should you wear a mask, should you not wear a mask, certain places you're required to, other places you're not, should you get the vaccine, should you not get the vaccine. And then some of us are also dealing with possibly making those permanent changes, especially after having a lot of time to sit back and reflect. At least that's what we're all, I guess, supposed to do when we have these moments that we are allowed to just sit and reflect. We don't have a lot of time in our lives that we actually just sit and reflect. And that is something that the pandemic provided or afforded us to do. So embracing transitions has to deal with every time we want to make changes in our lives, but it seems uncomfortable. Some of us, those changes look similar. For some of us, a lot of those changes look very different. Examples of those changes can be either the kids are getting ready to leave that nest And we're about to enter a new phase of our lives. For some of us, it can be we're finally ready to change careers. 
we noticed that after the pandemic, where we were working, they weren't doing a very good job at, you know, um, helping us out during the pandemic. Some of us, we have either gone down a, a bad spiral of, you know, some anxiety, maybe dealing with some depressive thoughts. Maybe we had some issues with our families, you know, both political, financial. I mean, it, the list goes on, right? The point is a transition usually comes into our lives or is a phase in our lives when we are ready to start doing things differently, but are kind of unsure on how to start. So in this episode, I wanted to provide some guidance. The first thing that usually if I'm having a coaching session with a client, sometimes even when I'm talking to my sister Alex, um, I ask one very important question. And this could be something that you write down. And that is, what do you really want? Like really sit down and ask yourself that question. What is it that you really want? What are you ultimately after? Because if you can't answer that question for yourself, it's going to be very difficult for you to embrace your transition because you don't you don't even know where you want to go right you're kind of unsure of what it is that you want in the end some of us the answer to that question can simply be i don't want what i have in my life right now maybe that can be I don't want to be in this relationship that I've been tolerating for years. Some of us, it can be, I no longer want to work this dead-end job. Or I no longer want to work in a job that doesn't promote my creativity. Some of us, it's finally realizing what we really want to do. You know? I want to travel more. I want to have more fun. Did you know that most of us spend the majority of our time doing all of the urgent things that we don't really get to do the things that we really want and need? And ultimately, that boils down to having fun. When was the last time you had fun? Yeah, sit down and reflect on that. Answer those questions. Second, it is how well is what you're doing getting you what you really want? That's a very hard one because it takes a lot of reflecting for you to see you know, if what you've been doing, what got you here is what you can is what you want to continue doing. And if it's not getting you what you want, then that means it's time to start making some different choices. 
Third question is, what is your current approach really costing you? Yeah. What is it costing you continuing to follow this pattern that you've been doing for so long? Whether that's going to the same job that you hate every day, whether it's that, you know, you don't want to change your diet, but you know it doesn't really help you. You know, a lot of people confuse diet with a lifestyle, right? A diet doesn't necessarily mean that you're trying to lose weight. I can share with you that from my second pregnancy, well, even my first pregnancy, but each pregnancy, I learned more about my health and genetics that affect my health, right? Um, I have dealt with thyroid problems. I don't even know how long, but I didn't find out about that until I had my first son. And the interesting thing is that I found out when I was pregnant that thyroid was something that ran in my mother's side of the family. Well, that's not exactly a conversation that happens in most of our family dining room tables. And that is what health issues affects the family. Many of us are not finding out about health issues until either we're about to have children or we go in um, to get some blood work done or something happens in our lives that causes us to get those um, exams. Which, if we want to be proactive, that should be a conversation that we should be having in our dining room tables with the family, even when you're considering having children some with someone because that person's health can affect, you know, your child's health as well as yourself. All of those things, those taboo subjects as we call them, should be subjects that we should be having. And that can also help you further assess what type of food or food groups you should either stay away from or you should be including in your diet. Remember, it's about what works for you. It's not necessarily about the image or keeping up with Instagram or keeping up with celebrities. It's not about that. It's about you feeling good about you. And if what you're doing is costing you your health, is costing you your happiness, it's costing you the ability to move forward, then it's time to start making some different choices, wherever you might be in your life, right? The last thing is, is to ask yourself this very important question. If there were another way to get you the benefits of what you're looking for, with much less cost, think about that if it costs you less, how interested would you be in learning it? 
Okay, this last question creates that buy-in for yourself for you to start making different choices because it doesn't have to be as difficult as the story that you're telling yourself. A lot of times we talk ourselves out of making a different choice before we even attempt making a different choice. And that is something to really become self-aware in yourself. And that is usually where those mind shifts uh, come in. You know, um, as a life coach, my main skill is to listen and identify where some of these gaps may be, you know, helping you identify where some of these gaps may be. It's easy for people to give you advice. It's easy for people to tell you what to do. What's hard is for you to find what you need to do, for you to actually seek within yourself what it is that you really want to do. And that is the difference between like a life coach and a friend, for instance. How many of us have people in our lives that listen to us and and are completely unbiased? Many of us will probably say we may not have anyone. Or if we do, that's probably your therapist or somebody that you speak to outside of your family or close friends. It's not that your family or your close friends don't care about you, but if we're really honest with ourselves, we're not going to tell our family or close friends the complete story about what's going on because in our heads, we're either afraid of being judged or let's just be honest, it's hard as hell. Let's just say hard as fuck, okay? Being vulnerable. We're unsure what those people will do with the information that we're about to give them about ourselves. And that's why it's always good to seek an unbiased consult, which would be a therapist or a life coach or whoever it is that you feel comfortable with. That's what I would suggest. And then the last thing when you are trying to, you know, make your decisions and you're kind of unsure of what to do in your life. I usually like to do this whole, you know, it's called pain and gain um, type of an exercise. Uh, I actually, when Alex listens to this, she's like, oh, this person sounds familiar. It is something that I actually learned um, that really helps us when we're about to make decisions. It helps short-term and long-term. You can use it however you want to use it. As long as you ca- you know exactly what the the next decision is supposed to be. This is not very helpful if you're kind of unsure of what the other decision is. So it needs to be a weighing that you're doing between one option or a second option. So let's say... Um, you're trying to decipher between going from one job to the other or moving from one place to another. Those those would be examples, right? So the first thing it would be if you draw like a T, draw like a T if you have a paper in front of you, draw a T shape and it's going to have four quadrants. On the first quadrant, 
the upper left quadrant, um, you would write, you know, what is the pain or cost to remaining in this current situation? Write those down, like just throw out a list. What is it costing you to stay in the current situation? Or if you're choosing, or if it's between option one and two, what is it costing you to remain with option one where you are currently? Then you are going to go to the fourth quadrant. So lower right-hand side, okay, for your gains, you are going to answer what are the benefits of making the change or what are the benefits of going with option two. Write your list down of what would be those benefits, okay? Then you're going to go up to the second right-hand quadrant to the top of your gains. How does the benefit from the current situation, like how do you benefit from this current situation? Like what are you gaining from remaining in your current situation? Or what are you gaining or what benefits are you gaining from remaining in option one or staying with option one, okay? Then you're going to go down to the third left-hand quadrant and you're going to think futuristically. So let's say you go with option two. What costs have to be paid in order to make the change? What would it cost you if you went with option two? And you're going to list all of that out, okay? This is going to help you put on paper all of the stories and thoughts that you're coming up with in your head that is keeping you from making a decision to move forward. This can be very useful when you're considering having a tough conversation with like a friend or you're considering changing your career or you're considering moving. It can be a lot of different things. You just need to know what option one and option two are. And those are, I would say, two of my top, you know, favorite tools and tips to give to those who are embracing or need to learn to embrace their transitions. Transitions are difficult. They are. There's no need to lie about it. And they are difficult because a lot of us have been comfortable for a very long time where we've been. And that new change or phase in our life is uncomfortable because it's new for us. So the more we become aware of our thought patterns and the more we become aware of the decisions and our behaviors and what emotions are involved, the easier our choices become and the easier it is to 
embrace our transitions and always practice having patience with yourself. It is very important to be patient with ourselves. I mean, through the entire process, we do not learn things overnight. We are going to make mistakes. Embrace those mistakes. Embrace those failures. That is where we learn the most about ourselves and the life that we truly want to have. When everything is going great, there's nothing to learn, right? I mean, everything is fine, right? We go by this whole this whole uh, um, saying, like, if the wheel ain't broke, if the wheel ain't broke, why would you try to fix it, right? So that is usually why transitions are great because it says it is broken. It's not working for us anymore. It is time to recreate it. It is time to choose something new. Hell, sometimes we need to upgrade. Sometimes we need to downgrade, you know? There's no need to be ashamed of what those changes are. And there's no need to judge ourselves. The most important thing to learn, it's like I said, is to just be patient. Love yourself, okay? And remind yourself, you got this. I believe in you, sis. Give yourself the permission to explore, okay? Explore yourself. Explore the options that you have. Explore, you know, even the ones that you haven't even considered, you know? Give yourself that permission to come from a place of exploration instead of a place of judgment. Write those things down. Start answering those tough questions. Become self-aware and then make those decisions. All right. Well, hopefully this was helpful and uh, let us know what you think. You know, um, maybe we should have more of these in between, you know, the older sister talk, maybe even the younger sister talk. I don't know. You know, let us know. Remember, We love you. We appreciate you. Thank you so much for listening to us. We appreciate the support. We love hearing from you. And until next time, guys, ciao. Thank you so much for tuning in. Catch us next week for a brand new episode. We drop every Wednesday. Follow us on Instagram at CYS underscore podcast. Tweet us on Twitter at CYS underscore pod. Like us on Facebook at Call Your Sister Podcast. Send us an email at cysnation at gmail.com. Until next week. Ciao.